Happy December, everybody. My name's Matt. I'm Brian. And I'm Jake. And today we are here as Art House Rewind to talk about all things film, art, and culture. What's happening in Billings, Montana? Gentlemen, before we get into it, how are we? We're doing well. Good. You good? How was your Thanksgiving? Full tummy. Full, still full? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Brian went home, went made home, the long trek. Made the trek, got to see the fam, ate a lot of food. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food item? Uh, stuffing. Really? Yep. You do uh, in the uh, bird gravy? Uh, I usually on don't. The stuffing? I don't just, do gravy on most Just anything. dry. Just that. Yeah. You like that taste when you mm-hmm. eat things? Okay. Moist bread. Like yeah. Moist bread. <laughs> Moist bread. Moist turkey flavored bread. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Brian's favorite. Okay. And for you, Jacob? Um, I, I'm a bigger fan of like what we do with the leftovers from Thanksgiving. So we do like a, an enchilada recipe with the turkey. Ooh. It's like my favorite thing of the year. Yeah. Um, but I would say for Thanksgiving itself, probably pumpkin pie. Is it, is it like gravy enchiladas? Like you're using they're, gravy to? They're, it's like no. cream of chicken. They're like oh, the yeah. My mom does that. That's probably my favorite yeah. thing too. And then, uh. Turkey noodle soup. This is not what this podcast is about at all. But this is like you're hitting a little nostalgia bone for me. My mom used to make the same thing. Yeah. I totally forgot about it. The cream of chicken. Yeah. Oh, wrapped up in the tortillas in a pan. And you just, golly. Do you want to bring you a pan? I mean, I'm a little freezer. I'm a little sad and hungry (laughs) all at the same time. I forgot about that. So, uh, pumpkin pie. uh, Mine would be totally pumpkin pie. I, uh, it's one of my I, I can say this because mom doesn't listen to this, but <laughs> oh, here we go. My mom, a few years back, stopped doing pumpkin pie and does like this pumpkin cheesecake thing. Yeah, and I don't like it. Oh at no, all. hot take. And I, yeah, <laughs> she makes the cheesecake though. Yeah, like okay, yeah, it's not as good as pumpkin pie. Pumpkin yeah. pie is peak. Yep. Yeah, peak use of the pumpkin. Everybody keeps trying to put it in different stuff, and it's just like just make space for the pies, and that's it. Pumpkin bars, pumpkin cookies, I can do that. By the way, again, this is not what this podcast is about. Who made the pumpkin cookies that were here? Nicole did. Nicole. Nicole. Those yes. are so good. Yeah, those were good. There was two left, and it was a big plate. <laughs> what happened, guys? <laughs> we stopped ourselves because we were like, Matt hasn't had it. There yeah. were two in a giant plate. I was so sad. I didn't know where they came from, and then there was the th- one that got away because I didn't have any more. All right. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for we tuning did that in. We to- because we don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> no, we've got plenty to talk about. So the uh, the truth is we're not quite sure full bookings yet at yeah, Art House. Art House is still <laughs> is a work in progress, so I will be working on that. I don't even want to give you an idea of what it might be because a lot of puzzle pieces to fit together yep. there. Uh, Babcock this week, though, we have uh, on Friday. Saturday we will have Paddington as our science on screen. That's at three o'clock. So a lot of Paddington fans Paddington, out there. It's great. It's wonderful. Bring the kids and uh, Marguerite from Zest will be doing a demonstration on marmalade making and stuff like that. So you'll want to come to this one and check it out with the family. And then uh, starting on Saturday as well at the Babcock for. Just the one week, that third through the eighth, we will have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio at the Babcock as well, which I've heard great things about. It seems like um, it could potentially get an Oscar nomination in that animation category and might actually be one of those years where it's not just a Pixar shoe-in that they actually have a good chance of getting it. Um, this is a stop motion animated one that uh, he put a lot of heart and soul into. So 
hopefully uh, we see a lot of families out for that as well. And a, and a lot of his films, like if you've seen the trailer, not only does it kind of, I mean, it, it, it's got a style. It's very yeah. artistic. It's not, you know, traditional Disney mm-hmm. Pinocchio. It's it's leaning into the, the actual story and tale of it more than just trying to retell the Disney magic of it. Yeah, in some for ways. sure. So I'm excited to see it. Yeah, so me too. Cool. I've been looking forward for a while. So. I like and it. That's our Babcock, and we'll see about Art House. So check <laughs> arthousebillings.com. Probably starting Monday evening, you should know what's playing. Yeah, and I think just to give people the per- uh, peek behind the curtain, a lot of it is there's so many things out there, and distributors are you know they're playing. Uh, distributors have different methods and modes for yeah. how how they're releasing, when they're releasing. So we're always working to book things. It's yeah. not like we sit on our hands going, yeah. "You guys want to? Should we be and, open this and week?" Candidly, it's it's not just this week, but it's actually looking at the week after that for me right now of like. If what I want the week after that works out, then that kind of dictates what happens this yeah. week. Yeah. So. so it's a it's a lot of juggling parts and pieces. But uh, make sure to follow along online, or if you're not an email subscriber, go to our website, sign up for our email newsletter, That's and every right. Wednesday you'll get in your e- email box all the things that are happening. So. As the namesake of this podcast, Art yep. House Rewind, today we are rewinding the month of November, talking about uh, what we loved, what didn't work so well for us as well. And so I'm going to run down as we do. Here's everything that Art House booked and played and was responsible for in the month of November. And uh, this is in order of popularity uh, in as far as how they did. So first... And number one in our hearts, if you saw it, it was Banshees of Inishirin. Uh We played at Art House. Then we had Where the Wild Things Are. That was our movie buffs for the month. Uh, we had Daymaker and Anyway for Anywhere from Here. A couple, both of those were ski films, right, gentlemen? Yep. Okay. Uh, E.T. The Extraterrestrial. Ever heard of it? Uh, Dog Video Fest. We had Parker Brown and Eric Olson play a live concert uh, here at Art House. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wayne's World was Jake's birthday pick. Uh, Delicios, delicious. Uh, I yep. don't know why I said delicious. That yeah. has zero. Because that's French. Sounding. <laughs> <laughs> I went for it and I felt like. This is going to be awesome. And then it came out. And I was like, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Apologize. All right. Uh, Armageddon time. Then we had uh, Eric Olson Quintet. Also another live show uh, with uh, the one and only Mr. Olson. Uh, we opened Tar. Decision to Leave. Uh, we also had Triangle of Sadness. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Coal Miner's Daughter. Bardo. And then we also had uh, a Critically Speaking event and the Manchurian Candidate. So mm-hmm. that's what took place at Art House in the Babcock in the month of November. Wow. Jacob, Happening. we're going to start with you. What was your favorite thing that took place this past month? Um, I think I really enjoyed... I, we had uh, the, the Banshees, and I, I liked watching it. But I think I really enjoyed the conversations I had with uh, oh, theater goers yeah. after that because mm-hmm. it was a very uh, divisive movie of how people felt. Um, and so uh, I think that one's led to some very interesting and worthwhile conversations for me. And, and like people divisive from the standpoint is like not just loved it or hated it, but like what they got out of it. Sure. What you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, so for me, I'll, I'll, gonna take over because for mm-hmm. me banshees of inishirin would be my number one thing for the month as well and that's what i loved about the film is like there's 
there's a comedy element to it. Like you can just enjoy the comedy. There's a deeper, like darker element to it. There's a relational element. There's an element to it, like friendship. What is friendship? The meaning of friendship. There's art and the significance of art and how we live our lives there. There's just so many things. I think the, the film is pointing at that. I, I really, really appreciate that. So that's kind of what you're talking about. Like, And did anybody hate it that you interacted yeah, with? I had, yeah, I had a I couple had people that several really, really hated it. Like the last night, I I feel like my whole audience walked out saying like, that was weird and I don't know what I why I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a regular that was not impressed and was very like, I just don't get why someone would do that. Um, the, as far as how the story played out, they weren't a fan of that piece? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Because it does, it does leave you not the happiest, go luckiest right. film ever. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so so that would be your favorite, not necessarily because of the film, but because of the conversations right. around the film. I like it, uh, Brian. And for you, too. and well, for me too. Uh, the conversations, yes, but I mean, it was it's a good movie. Yeah, it, it was. I loved it when I watched it, and then also as we talk about all the time on this podcast, I just kept thinking about it and sitting with it, and yeah, I, I yeah. really really enjoyed it. So cool. Um, yeah, for me, um, you know, a lot of the classic things we played at Babcock, I was really excited. Like. I had no idea we were going to get such a showing for where the wild things were. Yep. Where are <laughs> were? <laughs> well, it is in the past now. It yeah. happened. So, so, uh, but it's a uh, yeah. I, I thought that was great to see that many people come out. Um, I always love Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I feel like I get something new out of that every time I see it. Um, but I would say the same thing as Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, decision to leave just really left me with. Uh, a lot to think about after the film got out and um, yeah, just super well done sort of mystery with intrigue and romance and drama. Like I, I, I really was left thinking about that one. So I, and I haven't seen tar yet. I, I'm sure I'll have a lot of that with that as well. But uh, as of what I've seen as of now, I think decision to leave just left me with a lot of, uh, intrigue and it really felt like an important film too really yeah um okay so the, and you would put it above like your experience decision to leave above banshees of um, they're pretty close okay but yeah you know mostly just to not say the same thing you yeah. just did thanks too, so. this is an entertainment based podcast yeah, so exactly. it's yeah, i appreciate you being entertaining um i think so you had a couple like honorable mentions i would throw in armageddon time um, for me as like one that is close and, mm-hmm. um, I think you and I, Brian talked afterwards and, and I was like, yeah, it's good, but you know, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I, man, the more I think about it, like it's, it's, uh, it's kind of impacted some things about like how I think about, uh, being a dad and yeah. like that. Cause it's just, there's, there's so much happening around this idea of, um, you know, everybody else around this kid, this child, yeah. is telling, and not bad things, but informing mm-hmm. how this, who this child should be, and how they're to live, yeah. and speaking like positive, nice, good things, yeah. like like you want to do as a good dad. But but you see it from the kid's perspective, and like the way the film kind of ends and wraps up. It yeah. for me, it was just something that man, it's uh, I for me, the power of a film like that right. to actually change the way that I'm yeah. I'm interacting it, and perceiving really the world, kind of brings a lot of attention to of like seeing social injustice and giving lip service to it. But when you're actually faced with it, what do you do yep. sort of thing? Yep. And yep. you know, the way that it handles that is sadly realistic, but uh, yeah. 
So I would I would give that as an honorable mention. So then going back around the horn, Brian, what would be the thing that was a little disappointing to you? Didn't live up to what you were going for. Um, other than your mom's pumpkin cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know there wasn't really anything that disappointed. I, I'd say I mean probably the Manchurian Candidate mostly. Because I mean, not just because it's in last place, but um, I I really do think that that is a great film that people just aren't not missed. checking out. It. Like people, yeah. yeah. Like, and I get that it was on a Tuesday. It was election day. Like, there was a lot of things against it too. But I think that that's one of those classic films that goes unseen and. It's like if you, I know it's 1962, but if you watch it, it really feels more modern than that. So true, yeah, true, yeah. Jake, how about you? Can I can I have the the map move this month and say I'm disappointed in myself? <laughs> I, well, uh, then we'll be disappointed in you as well. Yeah, I I'm sad because I think that Triangle of Sadness intrigued me. Um, decision yeah. to leave really intrigued me. And right now we've got Bardo and Tar, and I just I, it seems like we're at the time of year where it's really hard to make time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and everyone keeps poking me and prodding me. You know, we've got our regulars in the theater of like, man, you cannot miss this. And yeah. so, yeah. I, I feel like I, I do need to make some good time to to maybe catch up and view some of these because yeah. I I enjoyed all of the trailers. I enjoyed our programming track. I just didn't have an opportunity to see them. It's a it's a hard thing because I mean. Uh, I know that you're making fun of me missing a lot of films, but it's like the reality is, is this is peak movie going time. Yeah, yeah. But this is also like peak hustle ass. Yeah. All of us are crazy mm-hmm. busy right now. Right. And it's like, so we have a programming meeting every week and usually it's about 15, 20 minutes where we talk through all the things coming up. We haven't gotten through programming in less than an hour in yeah. the last month because there's yeah. so much happening mm-hmm. at both of these. So it's a really great problem, but it just means... Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Bardo like, and Tara were both two and a half, and people were asking... Two and a half hours, yeah. I did yeah. not have yeah. five yeah. hours to give. Yeah. Like, and it's hard because it's yeah. like... Nobody's, we're not crying that we don't have enough time right. to watch movies, but at the same time, this is all also one of the reasons we're into this mm-hmm. thing because we love watching these movies. So I'm I'm with you, Jacob. I, I will make time to watch Tar this week. It was holidays, so I yeah, wasn't able to watch the things as normal. But Bardo, I'm really like, I want to see this so bad, and I don't know when I will make time to do it, and it'll yep. probably be after it hits Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So I think for me, uh, the thing I would be disappointed in, and and this is it, it's similar to Brian's, but um, I, I was I'm not disappointed in it. I just know that where it is is not where it's going to be, and that is. Can you guess where I'm going with this? Eternal Sunshine. No, nope. critically speaking. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Critically speaking, uh, if you've been following along online, you've maybe seen it before, but it's an event that we've just recently started doing where we bring in... Um, to be fair, it was more than this. Oh, I know, I know it was. Yeah, VIP yeah our VIP members got to, got to go. So we did have a... We had a good crowd there for it. Yeah. But for me, like this is one of the things that's really come alive as like, something I'm excited about for the future of Art House. So if you don't know what Critically Speaking is, it's uh, Brian and myself, and then sometimes we'll bring in 
and another kind of film yeah. expert educator, and we just talk about film. I'm kind of the the guy that's asking the questions, but Brian is able to to kind of put together a curriculum, or someone else able to come in. Ted Kim, we've had come in yeah. and help build a curriculum. But the idea is, how do we become better movie watchers, mm-hmm. um, and how do we notice things and hear things and experience film on a deeper level? Just like all art, it's something that once you start kind of picking at it, you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and really get more and more out of this stuff. Yeah. And I, I love it. This, and this last one in particular, I've had multiple people come up to me throughout the month just being like, every time I watch a movie, I'm thinking of that thing you said yep. or whatever. Yep. And and also <laughs> plenty of people that said, I was so sorry I was unable to make it. Yeah. So, so we've, we've got some thoughts and ideas for you know possibly recording mm-hmm. some of them and posting it here on the podcast feed or doing something with it because it, it just is... It, for me, even it was like helpful, and it's it's just a really fun time. So it would be not disappointing from the standpoint that it happened, or even how it happened, but just like for me, knowing that you know we had what thirty people there, maybe twenty, thirty people 30, there, yeah, five, I think. Okay, so great, like it was really great. Art House was just a perfect venue for it, but like for me, there's a part of me it's like, okay, how do we make this happen at the Babcock? Because <laughs> this is this is just something I think a lot of people would appreciate. We all watch movies at you know different points in our life and yeah. throughout the year help us experience that be better. So anyways, that would be my thing. Gentlemen, as we look forward to December and Christmas, anything you want to, not necessarily that we have to highlight from an, like a calendar standpoint, but anything that you're most excited about, I'll go first and just say Charlie Brown Christmas. It's coming yep. up December 10th and 11th. Uh, we can't talk enough about it. I, I just am so stoked to see this thing happen at the Babcock. It's going to be uh, just, uh, if you've experienced it at Art House, it's going to be everything you experienced at Art House and more. And I can't, I can't wait. It's going to be so good. So yeah. it's playing the the film Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, we've taken all the music out from it, and there's going to be a live jazz band playing everything live, and then having some commercial breaks where they they get to do some fun stuff. So that's yeah. my would be my like most anticipated Christmas cool. December thing coming. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm very excited for this uh, Pinocchio coming up. I'm also excited for some of the Christmas programming that. Uh, we have lined up like uh, Die Hard, Die Hard, and uh, Die Hard, and Jaws: The Revenge. Is gonna, okay, I think that's going to be a blast. <laughs> uh, Brazil, which our own Arliss gave a ten out of ten. What? Yeah. What? What? If you know Arliss and, and his numbers, yeah. he doesn't give a ten to anything, rarely <laughs> ever. Okay. Now I'm intrigued, Jake. How about you? Uh, I would say, shoot. I, I'm excited that Christmas Vacation is playing because I have to see that movie about 15 times every holiday season as I work events and whatnot. Yep. So I'm excited that the Babcock has a general screening to get kind of get that out of the way. Just Hopefully, give everybody a chance. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then last question. What do you guys want for Christmas this year? That's a good question. I, yeah. That is a very good question. I haven't been thinking about. It. Oh. I haven't made like a Santa wish list in thirty years, so okay. it's hard to. This could be your year, yeah. Jake. You have anything you want? No. A phase two. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, we're going to wrap up. That was great. That was great, uh, gentlemen. Thank you. Hope you have a great week, everybody. We hope to see you all very soon at Art House of the Babcock. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.